Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sometimes there's just physical violence, mm. you know, like uh, didn't Tony Pulis headbutt a guy? Naked, I think. I think Tony Pulis. <laughs> well, uh, if anyone did it, Tony Pulis did. Have you not heard of this? No. Welcome to Comedians Talking About Football Podcast and the final episode of Season 2. The 2020-2021 football season came and went, and now so must we. But we're bowing out with a brilliant guest, a comedian who's kept... Hundreds of thousands of people entertained over the last year on Twitch. It's the gaffer himself, Bilal Zaffer, uh, who's talking all things Pez United, obviously. Uh, now, I'm going to assume, if you're listening to this podcast, you know about Hot Pepsi, the excellent Twitch stream series from Bilal. But if you don't, Hot Pepsi is essentially an improvised interactive comedy that runs for two hours up to three or four times a week, sometimes longer. Bilal plays the role of the manager of Pez United, who you may remember, uh, the team, from the classic Pro Evolution Soccer Games. They were basically a made-up team with made-up players who you could manage through the game's Master League mode. Uh, modern Pez games have Master League still, and it remains better than FIFA career mode, in my opinion. But back in the mid-2000s, when Pez was king, with the likes of Pez 4, 5, 6... Uh, they were the most popular football games around back then. Well, back then you could spend hours every week on Master League. And what Bilal has done to take Pez 5 in particular and create a comedy series and stream it live is genius. And deservedly so, he has amassed a huge following from the project and even has his own merchandise where you can buy the replica kits and much more. Uh, all the players have their own personalities, voiced by Zaffa, and along with football the team get up to all sorts, from performing at an open mic comedy night to appearing on Stars in the Rise and even sitting in as panellists on BBC Question Time. It sounds nuts if you've never seen it, doesn't it? But it's absolutely brilliant. So if you haven't heard of it before, go and check it out on Twitch. Today we're going to be talking to Blau about football and the Euros, obviously, but also about how the idea to create a comedy stream based around Pez 5's custom 
create a team came about and talk a bit about his creative process behind the many episodes he's put together each and every week. But as I said, I'm sure most of you listening are good family men and know about the gaffer and what he does for our queen. Uh, So just to say quickly that if you're new to the podcast, you can be even more of a good family man by subscribing and listening to some of our previous episodes featuring the likes of Maisie Adam, Nathan Caton and the cast of this country. Anyway, right now, this is Bill Alzaffa talking about Pez United. Pardon the pun. Well, thank you for joining me, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. Um, it's great to have you on for this final episode of the series of Comedians Talking About Football. We're doing something a little bit different uh, because you're here to talk about a team that not only don't exist IRL, but you also manage. Uh, we're talking about Pez United. Yeah, Joe Ross Williams, good, good, good family man. He told oh, yeah, me yeah. that you were over on uh, Twitch. I just started not, not long on Twitch and I wanted mm. to follow some people who were just sort of playing FIFA Ultimate Team, bit of Pro Evo, things like that. And I asked people to suggest some people to me. I got some good names through. And then he said, oh, you know, Bilal Zafa's doing it. And I said, oh, great. You know, I'll have a watch of that. And um, it just brilliant. Like, I, I can't believe, one, it's never been done before. Like, the idea of doing doing it but also how much went into it and i just suppose i want to ask where did the idea come about i mean obviously like many other comedians you move to online content but to go to twitch and come up with the concept of playing an older football game and playing the manager where did that all come from i don't know i think it was just a fluke really because i think you know because twitch is basically you're watching someone play a video game in the corner of the screen. And then for me, it was just like, literally like when, so I know you're you're a fan of Pez, like Mm. when, I think whenever someone plays a football game, if they're into, apart from like ultimate team and stuff, if you're into um, doing a manager mode where you're doing a season, different cups, signing players, all of that, you you do just imagine you are the manager, right? That's Mm. what I've always done, you know, without really thinking about it. That's what you're doing. You're imagining that you are, yeah, the manager of the team. So then it was like, a, it really was just a no-brainer for me that if I'm going to be on the screen in the corner, I'm going to put a blazer on and a tie and just yeah. be the manager, right? Like, and I honestly thought when I had that idea, I thought there's going to be loads of like FIFA guys who have done this, probably way better, who have like, you know, the ones with like tens of thousands of live viewers on Twitch and stuff. Um, I honestly, I didn't know that no one else had done it. So I feel very lucky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's like, the best way I'd describe it, because my wife's caught me watching it a few times. Yeah. And she's gone, what, what, what is this? Because one minute it's you playing a football game, and then the next minute it's question time. And oh, yeah. you're chatting to the ghost of uh, Pat and Peggy. One of oh, yeah, the funniest happened. episodes ever, I have to say. <laughs> and the best way I would describe it is, and I know you've mentioned it similarly as well, is that it's, it's an improvised sort of live comedy that mm. you're doing online. But to me, it's, it's a sitcom. But it's a sitcom that runs three times a week for two hours plus at a time. 
Yeah. And that's, I just find that ridiculous. Like we were talking a bit before this, I was saying I've been doing this podcast during lockdown and like just, just that one project is enough for me. And I'm, and I'm taking a break from it now, but like I said, three times a week, you're coming on with these characters. They've all got different voices. And it is a situation comedy in the fact that if you watch a whole episode, an event sometimes takes place. Even if it's outside of football, it could be an open mic night, a radio call-in show. Uh, like I said, um, question time, a, a, a seance. I mean, how much preparation goes into it? Oh, quite a bit. It depends what I'm doing. Like, like that seance stream, for example, that was... I mean, th- there's a lot of prep, but then I try and set it up in a way usually where it's it's mainly improvising so like even so when i did the seance thing so we went to reese's house who's i don't know he's maybe possessed maybe a vampire you know um and his house is like a haunted mansion and yeah we did a seance and what i did was that i got i told people that they were gonna i kept it as a surprise i said if you want to call in to the stream through discord let me know and so what i did was i had a few quite a few people that just watched the stream and then i had some comedian friends lined up as well um you know uh so there was a nice little mix in there so it wasn't like people had to come on and be hilarious but even with that like i didn't know what they were going to say like Suze kempner mm. um she asked if she could be the spirit of dot cotton and i was like absolutely i didn't know anything <laughs> beyond that um i didn't know how funny it was going to be um my brother um plays a character called barry sometimes um who's who's a pez united fan who died because he he's like i think he's 14 years old he works on a building site <laughs> And he died because he fell off the edge of a building because he was wearing Heelys. That's that's what happened to him. <laughs> so so that first time he called in was when we did like a, it was like a talk sports style thing. And he has to have a radio show. And then later he was in the seance and then he actually came back to life and he called in again on something else. So it's like, yeah, it's so rambling a bit. But um, yeah, like it depends what I'm doing. If there's a specific thing that has to happen, quite a bit of prep has to go in. But usually it's like, I'd say the whole thing is maybe like 80%, I guess, like improvised. Well, yeah, on that subject of it being improvised, I was wondering as well, how much content has come from uh, the the chat box? Catchphrases, for example, listen, class to be fair, uh, labs, you know, and so on. And this kind of, uh, you you see like the second you've said one uh, something, on there all the comments all coming at the same time <laughs> and there's some great responses so there must be quite a bit that's come from there yeah yeah th- i think that's the really nice thing it's like it's the feeling of it's not just me making a thing um and putting it out it's the it's a it's a collaborative thing i think in in a lot of ways so it's like I've, i want to bring in the audience as much as i can because that's the whole point of twitch really i mm. think um, you don't just want to be doing a thing and ignoring the chat completely because what's the point of being, why would you watch it live then? Yeah. You know? So yeah, I try and bring them in as much as I can. We've got the thing where they do little team talks where their text basically comes up on screen. Um, that sort of thing. And yeah, it's like they, they can dictate what, like, you know, I like doing polls for like, um, a little vote on sometimes substitutions. If it's a big game, if we should buy or sell a player, that yeah, sort Joey of thing. Joey Coley yesterday. Joey Coley. Yeah. People yeah. love him too much. Yeah. He's not going. He's not. He's not going to be sold. Um, yeah, there's so many things. Like, for example, the whole thing about. Let me think. The where did labs come from? So, some of the things come from like little typos. Yeah. Uh, that just made me laugh. Like, I just remembered one the other day actually that um, we had we signed Peter Crouch, and um, I think one time somebody just said you should bring Crouch on, but they they did a typo and they said you should bring Crunch on. 
And I found it so funny that his name would be Crunch. Yeah. So I changed his name to Crunch in the game. (laughs) Um, And there's a lot of stuff like that. It's just like, you know, you're just allowing everyone to kind of have fun. Like um, um, yesterday, for example. So like Shandy is one of our viewers who's like one of my viewers who's a bit like, um he's on the wind up a bit sometimes basically but it's fine you know it's all fun and like yesterday he gave his little team talk and he was kind of uh you know he was trying to cause trouble basically and he brought up a player that i was trying to sign and then what happened was rather than just like ignoring it and being like oh no that's not what we're doing i had it so that all the players kind of got offended that i was trying (laughs) to sign a player do you know what i mean yeah so it's like you take the things that people do and run with it rather than being like no we're not doing that um yeah i think i hope i answered the question i can ramble a lot no no that's that's all good <laughs> i mean and the thing is that it i sort of was trying to get into the mind of how to set it up and i think partly that's the joke the idea that you setting this up beforehand like mm. so w- one of my favorite scenes of all time is um i so said this is just like i feel like one of those fans who's met someone at a convention <laughs> uh, you know, in episode uh, 14, uh, minutes 304, um, I loved the fight you got into with Dodo. Yeah. I mean, that was hilarious for two reasons. One, it was just funny mm. that it was Dodo from Pez. We've all grown up playing with those characters, and now they've got personalities. It's unbelievable. I never thought Dodo would have, you know, this attitude about him, and all. obviously Captain now. Um, mm. And... Oh, yeah. uh, but the other thing was the idea that you'd before this episode had animated them. Mm. Like I think that's just really funny to think about you thinking, right, well, I'm going to have them fight today. So I'm going to animate Dodo with boxing gloves kind of fighting. Yeah. That it, did that. Great. Yeah. That one did take a lot of prep that, yeah, that was early on. I remember having that idea. I was so excited about doing it because like, it's so it's, it's a bit like when you're doing stand up and you know, you've got an amazing bit to come. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't, you know, when it's like a good, when it's a good gig and it's all going great and you're like, oh, I've got this coming up and this is going to be amazing. It's a bit of that feeling where it's like, I knew that that was going to happen in the stream. And it's like, I love, I love that. Like it kept, so I kept building it up. So Dodo kept being rude to me, basically. When I was doing a team talk, he kept like undermining me and stuff. And I was trying to ignore it. And then eventually it kicked off. Um, And I knew, you know, I knew it was coming. Um, it's that whole thing of like because it's based on real football stuff you know like because i've heard about i i heard an interview with harry redknapp where he was he was managing in america for a bit or something Mm. and a player headbutted him (laughs) this is not that long ago and like and redknapp i I think i heard him in an interview and he was like oh no no it's fine he was drunk kind of thing and it's like that's the attitude around football there's like such a Sometimes there's just physical violence, mm. you know, like uh, didn't Tony Pulis headbutt a guy naked? I think, I think Tony Pulis. <laughs> well, uh, if anyone did it, Tony Pulis did. Have you not heard of this? No. Uh, yeah, this is a thing that happened. I think he headbutted a Stoke player <laughs> at, in, in the shower. Maybe something happened like that. So this happens in football and it's seen as normal, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. And also the whole thing about hard men in football, like it just like basically with the stream, it's kind of like, cause I'm a big football fan, mm. but it's like, it's an opportunity to satirize the stuff that I hate about football. So I, this whole hard man thing, like Roy Keane trying to like break someone's leg or whatever. And people think, Oh yeah, that's great. You know, it's so stupid. Um, you know, 
pe- yeah, people saying like, oh, you need like a hard player that's basically going to hurt other players. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, I think it's so dumb. So my manager character used to be a player and he was a hard man. Um, and that's what Do- and Dodo would be that, wouldn't he? As mm. a holding player and he's kind of yeah. stocky, isn't he? So he would be the hard man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love that, man. It's The thing is, I've done so much over the last year. It's like you forget, like I'd forgotten about that stream. It is so but much. And then, like I said, they, they run for at least sort of two hours at a time. And yeah. um, I was going to say as well, the other sort of parodies I see of football are um, so that the, the fighting the hard man thing, I think is good because it reminds me there's this documentary from years ago in the nineties about Leighton Orient. It's called um, club for <laughs> oh, yeah. a fiver. And yeah, I think yeah. it's his name's Chris, Chris Sutton or something like that. Not um, the Chris Sutton, but mm. uh, or St- Steve Sutton, something like that. And he calls out his players in the funniest way possible. Half, I think, because mm. he knows the camera's on him. And he basically just loses every single game. But every game, he sort of calls out two of them. And he sort of says to one of them, like, yeah, you, you can bring your mate. And bring yeah. your... And he can't think of what to say. So he sort of says, and you can bring your dinner as well. I remember. Yeah, it, and it's just like, and I love that, because I've seen you sometimes do these sort of rants <laughs> at the players. And you sort of... The character doesn't quite know what to say next. So it's like, yeah, well, I'll... <laughs> You know, and and I like that, but also there's a great parody I think of of football on Twitter, which I very much enjoyed the gag with yourself and many of the regular watchers. I mean, one phrase I've always loved in, in football Twitter, and I've been doing this for years, is just when someone says, "So I saw mm. this recently with Jack Jack Charlton died," um, and someone, and it's it's sad. It's this a legend of a footballer, and a man has died, but someone will mm. write, "Ah, oh, rest in peace," but I put respect from a Chelsea fan. Yeah. Like they have that extra merit. And and I just love yeah. um th- things like that. And uh, and also a bit uh, we've seen it quite a bit recently some of the old school football managers kind of quite angry at Gary Lineker for his left-leaning ways in the mainstream yeah. media. And that's very much uh, like the gaffer does that as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, refuses yeah. to speak Thingy to the man. BBC. Is it Is it Chris Wilder, the Sheffield United manager like he came out with something like that recently, which didn't make it. I find it so funny because it doesn't make any sense. Like he said something about, it was doing some interview about how he talks to his players or something. And he said something like, Oh, I don't care about the left. And he might've said, I don't think he said virtue signals, but he said like those sort of terms you hear and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. It's great. And these things are on football all the time now. And they continued since you've started doing the stream. And what I love is I've seen like various people on Twitter will see a, a manager say something or a player do something. And straight away, I just know it's been tweeted to you with that is class to be fair. Oh, I get tagged in a lot of stuff. Like, the thing is as well, like people, I think people think I invented these terms, but obviously I took them from football. Mm. I mean, not class, class to be fair is my own sort of thing, <laughs> but like, um, Good Family Man is one where I was watching, I don't know, BT Sport or whatever ages ago. And they were talking about some player and they was like, oh, you know, yeah, he's good. He trains hard. You can play him in different positions. I know him. He's a good family man, that kind of thing. And it's like, what? He's good because he has a family. That's one of the things you like about him, having a family. (laughs) So I always thought that was funny. And that's why I I made, I've not actually said Good Family Man for a while, but that was early on. It was like, we need to sign some players. We need to sign a Good Family Man. That's what we need more than anything. <laughs> well, that created like a community of the of the followers as well and the subscribers mm. on Twitch. They're, oh, they're all good family men. Like, yeah. I, I think that worked really nicely. I was, I was watching the stream yesterday. Great goal from Kaiser, by the way. Oh, yeah, Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it was, <laughs> I see this load. And I remember 
it became a thing at my uni that we'd all say because there was uh i think maybe richard keys would say it it'd say your gerards your lampards yeah <laughs> and and i just think that's hilarious because 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 that just became an annoying thing between me and a friend of mine at uni mm. so it's like oh well do you want do you want anything with your with what you're eating it goes you know your mayos your, your ketchups your brown sauce, <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah. Where you going tonight? You know your pubs, your clubs, your and it, it is just that thing because yeah. I'd love someone to have stopped him and go, "Oh, your Gerards. Name one other Gerard apart exactly. from Gerard. It makes no sense. Your Gerards, your Lampards, your Rooney's. Literally naming players mm. who there's no one else like. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. There's so, there's so much nonsense around like punditry as well. Like I should actually watch it more. Um, there's just so, yeah. You know, especially like I saw it like around the sort of the cup fight, the Europa League final, because it was all X-Man new players. They were doing it a bit. They were just talking nonsense because they were sad that their team lost. Basically, they were coming out with all sorts of it just didn't make any sense. And it was good to like everyone was slagging them off on Twitter. Uh, People kind of calling them on it. But yeah, I I love that side of football. And and going back with the sort of it being parody of, of Twitter as well. You're an Arsenal. You're an Arsenal fan, aren't you? Yeah. And obviously you've had years of Arsenal fan TV. Oh, yeah. Which is, I mean, there's a clip that um, I'm sure you know, Jacob Hawley. Yeah. Comedian, friend of mine, Mm. at least once a week. And it never stops being funny. He'll just upload with no context. The guy sadly passed away now, the fella, but just it's time to go. And everyone just (laughs) cheers. And I don't know what that's. Relation to, I think it's Arsene Emery. Wenger, right? It could be, yeah, it could be I Wenger out yeah. or Emery, and then it's just, oh, it just that noise of just it's time to go. And he looks like he's quite a of emotional for saying it, and they all sort of pat on back. He uses it for everything now, and I, I just love things yeah. like that. So, those I can't stand that stuff. And again, you know, we've got Pez Fan TV, yeah, we've got Nick Helm, is the, is the guy who's the head of Pez <laughs> Fan TV with his YouTube channel. I should actually do more with him. I've not, I've not done. Yeah, anything I haven't with seen. Him since. I saw Nick on it once, but yeah, I mean, yeah. he's the perfect person you could get in for doing Arsenal fan TV. And he wore like a yellow. This is the thing as well. So I have. So I mean, I guess I should say if there's people who don't know much about it, but that I have like occasionally just guests on as well. So that will be comedian friends who come on as like they have a role in the club usually. So like yeah. Josie Long's the owner of the club. David O'Doherty is the chief executive. You know, I've had like over 20 people now, which is, it's been great. And they're all, they've all been excellent. And I, I give them some bullet points. Yeah. And then they do whatever they want, which is the really fun thing. I have an idea of what to talk to them about, but I love it being full of surprises, you know? Um, and he had like a, he wore all yellow and he had a yellow headband. I don't know how, where he got that <laughs> from, but it was so funny that he's such a Pez fan, Pez United fan. Um, well, you're right though. Cause I, they have been great all the guests and what i like is that similar to your character they all play complete mirror opposites themselves so yeah. josie long for example very kind of left-leaning socialist she plays yeah. very hard <laughs> angry billionaire corporate billionaire and i just think yeah. that's that's fantastic yeah man i'm so i'm so lucky like honestly like i just because uh, you know i have all these friends through comedy anyway and it's like i'm just so lucky that i've found a thing that i can put all my hum- stupid humor into basically I mean, let's go back to the 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 beginning of why you picked Pez Five, and it's the same reason I kind of. I mean, I I do did some streaming as well, nowhere near on the same level. I did some Pro Evo streaming, some FIFA streaming, and old old games and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it and it is just fun because you just think I'm going to be doing well. I mean, not not so much you because you do have, as I said, yours is like a a sitcom. But I've seen other streams I've come in on 
where you might be playing like uh, GTA 4 or mm. you know something like that. You just kind of you think I'd probably be doing this anyway. But yeah. now I've got people watching with me who I can just kind of rift off and have a chat with. And it's, I mean, it's always been a thing, Twitch, but during lockdown, it's enabled comedians, not including myself in that, but but like yourself and, and Richard Herring, mm. uh, Suze Kempner, to, to just kind of do things that they enjoy doing at home, but then suddenly have this audience and their fan base being able to communicate with them. Yeah, man. It's like, I, I, I can't believe more people aren't doing it as well. More comedians. Like... I thought there was going to be a big influx. I thought like all the sort of famous TV ones would also be on it, uh, especially during lockdown when there was yeah. no gigs. But I'm really surprised more people haven't done it. I don't no, know. that's true, actually. I, I, I guess it is weird, true. though. It is also it is hard setting up OBS or whatever is quite, you know, it's a bit tricky. It's not really like anything else, Twitch. Yeah, it it is tricky. And I think if you want to get it right and do like what you've done, and that is build a, a core audience, mm. is that I think you have to get it right. I mean, I went back and watched some of the early uh, earlier ones and, and you can see like over the, the months you've been on, well, over a year now, like so much has changed. Like the quality mm. of, of each stream and the animation, it just mm. keeps going up and up and up. So you have to put time and effort into it. I mean, with me, I've literally, I've just plugged in and play on my playstation no graphics yeah. no intro i just plug and go and, and and i'm and also i think you have to put the time in i haven't gone on for for months now but mm. I, i'm between homes at the moment staying at my in-laws so Fair it'd enough. be a bit awkward it could be a good series me playing fifa with my father-in-law it might it might work <laughs> yeah it's a funny old game Pez 5. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a game you grew up with. Was it the first yeah. game you played? First one I probably got into. My brother bought it on PS2. So I was a bit, I think I was in year seven, I think. So probably like 13, 12, 13, I think at the time. Um, yeah, just really got into the whole thing, man. The whole, the, also because the gameplay is so good on Pez 5. It is, yeah. Um, that's the first game I got obsessed with, like properly obsessed with. Like I did, I'm, I would have done Master League. I would have managed so many teams on that game. Um, literally, I, I would have, I would have done absolutely everything. And that's why it was so good to stream it because it's like I already know everything you can do inside out, mm. pretty much. There's still surprise. Like I still managed to go bust one time <laughs> on the old Pez, but like, like I know exactly what to expect, and that's a bit easy. It's a bit harder sometimes with the new Pez because. You don't have all of that. You don't. It's a bit weird. Like I am. Um, I've not told. I don't think I've told my audience this, but like I nearly got sacked as Pez United manager in the game. So I had to do some stuff and sort that out. Um, yeah, no, that that's the one that I was obsessed with. And then I, I kept buying sort of every Pez after that until about 2000. And I don't know, until like maybe Pez 11, 12 or something, 11, mm. 12, when it went downhill a little bit. Um, but now I think it might. I, I mean, I think the new Pez is pretty good. Yeah, I, um, I I think they are actually. I was going to go back to the early ones because I think that the the first one I, I I played was back when it was ISS Pro. Oh right, I'm yeah. a bit older than you, and it was ISS yeah. Pro '98. Back when they didn't have the official names, so it was you know Alan Shearer was Alan Sheila. I love it. Owen was Oran, and I was I was actually going to mention that because. I've some, you get the name sort of wrong. And I find mm. that like a really nice parody of the early Pro Evos because mm. they all, you know, Van Nissel, Van Nissel dog 
and David backhams. And, yeah, you know, yeah. and then there was you yesterday going through, going through the transfer list and just giving them different Douglas Rice. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I about that. It's just yeah. like, that is literally like going through all the players on Pez 2 or Pez 3. Mm. But uh, yeah, Pez 5 is when it, yeah, it was, it was huge. Isn't it it's so interesting, isn't it? How like that stuff doesn't matter. It's no. just fun. It's just funny. Like, even like, and having all the fake team names, like, I don't care that I'm playing against Man Red or mm. Merseyside Blue or whatever, because the game is excellent. And so with FIFA, the way I remember having arguments at school with kids and they were like, oh, but Pez doesn't even have this team or this player. And it's like, that, that's not what it's about. You know, it's it's about your imagination. Like it also like in the new, I know in the new FIFA games, in the in the sort of manager modes, you have that thing where you, all the real managers are in it. And if mm. you're trying to get like a Madrid player on loan, you have a meeting with Zidane or, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I don't need this though. Yeah. Like, fair enough. And they should have a setting where you can turn that off, but they don't. It's like you have to, yeah, meet all of these real managers and, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah, no, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, FIFA has always had all the rights, all the teams, etc., all the leagues as well. And then, um, but back in PES 5, you were just happy with what you had. And mm. they made no effort. They, I think they eventually got the rights to use the names, uh, which is we can see in, in PES 5. But I love that. I don't know if you remember the only special features they used to have on Pez were that if you unlocked enough points, you could unlock these things where they all wore penguin costumes. Yes. And ostrich. I think it was Pez six, right? That was it. Yeah. And yeah. you could get all that. They all like when you made a shot, there'd be a rainbow behind the ball. Yeah. And I love that Konami just went, "Well, that'll do." Yeah. And that, that's I know. what they want. It's weird, isn't it? Like I love the weirdness of it. Like. Yeah, the whole thing, like even the language in it is is weird sometimes, like the whole summons to represent thing if a player plays for their country. Um, yeah, there's lo- there's so much, yeah, so much weirdness. But I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that with everything really. I don't I don't like when something is completely perfect. I like if it's a bit crap. It's in funny, places. funny you should say that because I I my fa- I'd say my favourite of all time is 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 Pez two thousand eight, which is one of the most unpopular in the series. It's it's known it? infamously as the one where I think it dropped and FIFA took over in sales. Oh, right. okay. but it was my favourite because it was the one I used in my first year at uni, and we would play it religiously. Mm. And we had like a, our, we made our little halls of residence team, um, and uh, Bridget United we were called, and we made not only did we make our team we basically just picked people there was like two buildings two halls we just picked random people who lived in the other building and made them like an, an opposing That's team that entered yeah. us both into the 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 champions league and mm. it was and it was it was great and we'd all just take turns to sort of play and i remember the furthest we got was i think to a final and we lost on penalties mm. and the atmosphere in our halls was as if england had been knocked out of the world cup it was, but it was great just putting people like crazy people and stuff. Yeah. But I had this issue where I I didn't really like the man the man blues and the Liverpool mm-hmm. Merseyside Reds, so no one was allowed to play the game when I would buy it. When I'd buy a new one, until I'd gone through and edited it manually, I'd sit through there like there's like, oh Sam's got the new game great whoa 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 not until I've been through and made sure. I mean, Stephen Ireland had hair for way too long. 
Yeah. That just drove me mad. He had hair up until Pez 2012. So I'd go through, I'd edit them all. I'd change, even if I could just change the kits a little bit. And, mm. you know, I, was I know what up. you mean, actually. Yeah. I used to do a similar thing, change and, it slightly. Yeah. And yeah. I'd sort of, you know, I'd make sure that, you know, I, I support Reading. So therefore uh, I'd make sure that they were just at least if they were in blue and blue and white hoops, I'm happy. So I'd, hmm. I'd do sort of things like that. And then I was ready. I was like, guys, it's ready to go. But these days, <laughs> and you're talking about things being perfected, you can yeah. just download a, a file yeah. onto a memory stick. You plug it in. You press update and everything gets done. And I'm kind of like, well, mm. can I not just edit the names? No, that's all done. What mm. if I edit the manager's names? No, that's all done. What about the players? No, they're all pristine. It's, it it's almost weird, too perfect. Did you ever do, because I used to, <laughs> did you ever do like, you must have done weird sponsors for mm. your teams, right? Like the way I've got Pepsi now, like I used to have, because um, bear in mind, I was like uh, 12 or 13. I had, I can't remember which team it was, but I made their kit all like fancy. And I made the sponsor on the shirt, Hugo Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought that was cool. <laughs> well, I, I think it was something like Pez 9 or 10 mm. where it moved on to the PS3 and you you could actually upload pictures. Oh. You, and that was the best thing because one thing I think they should bring back, there was mm. only two games you could do this, was that you could create your own stadium. Oh, wow. So you could literally create like the Pepsi Stadium and create the sponsors and stuff. Yeah. And uh, my friend from uni, Prativ, we were creating the um, we were creating the stadium, and he just said, "I'll sponsor it." And so I just uploaded a picture of his face, and his face became the whole stadium. You know, oh the, the, the banners along the yeah. top. Uh, and the best thing you could do is you can pick you could pick an option for the mm. uh, the back. You know, you have like a background to the stadium. Like, so if you're playing at a new camp, you get like a nice background of Barcelona. If you're playing in like a, an English uh, basic stadium you can get like sort of houses in the background yeah that's you great up, you could upload your own background to that so you could take oh. like a, a high image of your town and put it there so i oh just had God. his face looking over the whole stadium so no what matter where you was were this, then that one was uh pez 11 definitely on pez 11 because I, I i actually put it on the other day and i couldn't stop laughing when i played a game in this in the uh, his nickname was stormer the Stormer Stadium, mm. and it just had his little face looking over the stands. It was absolutely terrifying, but but a brilliant feature they need to bring back. Oh, I didn't even know about that. I mean, the thing is, you know what's happening with the new pairs? They're redoing the whole, like they're, they're redoing everything, basically, yeah. the new one. So I really hope that they take into account how much we love all of the weird stuff they used to have and, and, yeah. and that kind of st- the stuff you customise. And I hope they give us some of that. I do. I think the ability to edit and stuff like that was what made it so much fun. I mean, and yeah. I've noticed you do it with obviously your characters as well. Like, I mean, what you've done to Reese and Eniesta, <laughs> Joey <Yeah>. Coley, <laughs> just <Yeah>. like <laughs> what goes through your mind when you go right? Okay, it, it, I don't just want Joe Cole. I don't just want this want this Cockney guy coming in. Mm. I want to give him this different character. What? What? How do you go about creating the characters of 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 the real footballers? It was kind of, I mean, at the start, it was kind of like, what voices do I like? How would I like them to sound? And then you can go into the edit thing. Oh, you know what? Part of the reason Iniesta looks so weird is because, so in Pez 5, I guess Iniesta wasn't as big a name as he mm. became. So he doesn't look like Iniesta at all. And he doesn't have the right hairstyle. He just looks like a very generic 
Spanish player. So I thought rather than just have that, I gave him a really ridiculous kind of, it's not Elvis, is it? I don't know. He, he originally had a really weird kind of hairstyle that comes down. That's like gelled weird. And I gave him some glasses, which I used to love that you could do in the old pairs that, you know, he played in the glasses like Edgar mm. Davids. Um, yeah, and then I gave him this whole thing where he sounds kind of like an American kind of surfer. <laughs> um, and he's obsessed with animals. I don't really know why that happened, to be honest. I can't really explain everything. I don't know. You know, some things just stick. Um, I think, rand- I think okay, he rambles, basically. And then one time he started telling me about an animal that he met and spoke to. And then that just kept going to the point where when he was on, we did a Pez Come Dine With Me. And of course, his menu was all vegan. Yeah. Um, and again, he's telling everyone about the animals. And yeah, I don't know, really. It's just, it just, I guess you just, it, the, the great thing is, is you just let it let, kind of let yourself go. You yeah. don't overthink it. You just, you know. Well, I got that. The first time I really saw that was when you did the, the, um, the open mic night. The, the comedy night which was you know obviously perfect as yourself being a comedian professional comedian being able to kind of emulate that and 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 stuff and it was really good but what i like is that it, <laughs> when you think about it there's so much goes into it and it looks great and it i really like that it is just you just sat there talking to yourself and i think you were must have been a huge influence on uh on what richard herring's doing with his twitch <laughs> of fun because he's got this, he's got a thing at the moment where he's kind of got this, this, uh, this old ventriloquist dummy, and he's made different oh, yeah. characters, and it's the same thing where it is just him talking to himself, but you do get lost in the characters. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, you can't do that sort of stuff on stage. That's the thing. No. Like, I've not, I haven't had the opportunity to be that creative really, because mm. it's like, okay, stand up is one thing, and I'm not really like a surreal comedian anyway. I'm just kind of do storytelling um there's not much time to improvise also when do you get the chance to just mess around like something like an edinburgh preview you don't really get to mess around because it's very valuable stage time that you need because you're going to be spending thousands on the fringe you know um otherwise like if you if you want to do a tv idea you have to write up a treatment and stuff and that's when you know like i say about like overthinking stuff you have to be like oh well that doesn't work like I, i could never have written up a tv idea where i'm a football manager we've got Iniesta who is obsessed with animals. <laughs> like it would, it would just be, it would be stupid. I'd feel embarrassed writing it down, but you know, it works in the thing. So yeah, I just feel so like grateful for it. Uh, that, that's interesting to say that. Cause I did say that uh, you, you, you cited some of your influences uh, in, you know, when you got into comedy as like Chris Morris, for example, oh, yeah. and quite surrealist comedians. Mm. Um, and do you feel that you're now able to do that sort of thing? Because I've noticed as well, I've, I've followed you on Twitter for a long time, but um, the tweets have now changed as well. So you'll now do things where like, you'll tell a deliberately weird joke without a punchline, or the punchline won't fit, or you'll message a fellow Twitcher pretending to start beef with them. And I yeah. saw you retweeted the someone would oh why do you you, want to just not share your opinion and you're kind of doing that sort of thing now Um, i love that yeah the 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 tweet i sent so 10 30 who's another streamer who's a very good friend of mine but we pretend to have a beef it's just i don't know why why it started but like we've done diss tracks at each other and loads of people believe it's real and it's like literally we'll message each other first being like do you want to do this diss track thing or we're like yeah okay that would be fun um (laughs) And I, so I, I, I tweeted him and I said something so stupid where I think I, I really like humor where it's like so stupid, 
but people can still believe it. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, um, I guess that is a bit like Chris Morris's stuff, to be fair. I hadn't really thought about that. But um, I, I, I tweeted 10.30 and I was like, he, he said something about his streams he was going to do this week. And I said, you know what, mate? It's not for me, but fair play to you. And like as the tweet went on, I kept being like, it's not for me, but, you know, uh, I respect you. And then at, at the last line of the tweet was like, actually, I've changed my mind. I don't respect you at all. And it's like, how can you think that's real, though? And a guy has like a guy tweeted me and was like, look, you know, you're being out of order. If you don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. there are people who would probably tweet something like that on Twitter. That yeah, sort of, uh, you know, fair enough. I uh, I don't really get you, but I respect you do. But then just that mm. twist at the end of actually, I've changed my mind. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> a wind up. Um, we'll talk about your other sort of bits and bobs you've done on, done on Twitch. Um, but I want to go on to stand up for a bit because, of course, uh, you, you've been a, a pro stand up since around 2016. Yeah. Um, and so where do you stand with that now? Like, are you, are you going to go back and do the show that you were meant to do at the 2020 Edinburgh Fringe. I think so. Yeah. Because I do. Yeah. I, I did like that. So that was going to be all about when I worked in a care home for a year. Right. And I, I think that'd be a good show. Um, yeah, I think I do. I, the thing is I, I stand up is my absolute favorite thing ever. And I'm so glad Mm. I had the courage to try it. And like, still like i absolutely love it. even when stuff's not quite going your way or whatever or you you're not you think you're not getting the opportunities you should and stuff just doing a gig to like even if it's like 50 people in the middle of nowhere where you're really nervous because you don't know where you are yeah um and it goes great it's just there's nothing like it and so i do and i, and I want to keep getting better at it as well like mm. i you know I, I love that you can work hard on it and you can see yourself improve over time and it does take a lot of time and a lot of hard work um and i want to just keep going i'd love to do stand up forever so i think ideally i'd love to be doing twitch and stand up basically when i've not got a gig stream would be the ideal life i think yeah and and i mean in that respect do you think you when you go to the fringe in uh what's i say 2022 do you think you're going to find yourself with a new audience i hope so you know i i don't know you know i don't know it like because i've not done a gig for like a year or whatever mm. i don't know what it will be like that i get tweets from a lot of these t- my twitch audience being like you know we'll come and see you kind of thing if you have a gig near me um so hopefully yeah i hope so i, I don't know for sure it's always a bit weird edinburgh like I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. Like, cause my first sort of show, it like, it built loads of buzz and loads of people came and then uh second one was okay. Then the third one was like a lot less popular. I mean, mm. I, luckily I still had people come, but just generally it was less popular. So you never know with it. It just feels like a, a lottery really. Do you think as long, is there a fear that you might turn up to fringe 2022 and after every single gag you do you'll have a good 20 people in the audience just go (laughs) class to be fair pardon (laughs) the pun (laughs) pardon the pun i mean i don't know like again i've I've never had this before that's the thing like because because with comedy and stuff like even though i think i've done i've done well at it i think and i'm very proud but i've never been on tv really so i've never had fans like that um I don't know. I guess we have to wait and see. I mean, it's going to be weird even seeing people like potentially wearing my merch. I've, I've not seen anyone in real life, but um, my brother drove past a guy jogging wearing a Pez United shirt. Brilliant. Which I can't believe. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, and in respect to that, then, if you go, if you did go live, would you ever consider doing something live 
as the gaffer character? I've thought about it, right? It's the problem is I it's really hard, like because I could do it with a projector, maybe, mm. but I don't know if that's quite it's I don't know if that's quite right. It, I think it has to feel perfect to me. Um I do have a couple of like secret things I'm working on, which I'll tell you after, just because I'm not allowed to sort of it's sort of very early days. That's cool. Um, ways I could do it. But like, because I keep being asked about whether, you know, my agent's been like, you know, write it up as a TV idea kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, fine. But I couldn't do it with actors playing like Castello and stuff. <laughs> it, you know, what would you that know, I'd, like? I'd love to see that just as a one-off. Like just, just even yeah. if it was five minutes, just a full like... I want, like a really high budget thing. Yeah. It's all, <laughs> all real. Act, like, real cards. football stadium. Yeah. Um, you know, like, cause the, the thing I love about it, I like how it doesn't look great. Like I could have done a thing potentially where I, 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 I mean, it would have been hard, but I could have done a thing with like the players mouths move as they talk maybe, mm. but I like it how it is. Yeah. I like that. It looks a bit, a bit rubbish, but you know, you can still get into it. So yeah, it's hard. It's like, how do you bring that level of s- that surreal, weird comedy mm. into something, you know? So, yeah, I, I, maybe I would. I mean, there's one idea I had as a live version. One thing I would do, which I don't think could ever happen. But I think the only way I could really do it live is if it's like like a play, basically. Yeah. I am obviously me. I'm the gaffer character in my suit and stuff. And all the players would have to be puppets but like string puppets, Pinocchio type puppets. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. Like maybe the whole play is around like half time in a cup final where we're two nil down or something. And I've got to sort it all out and then actually have them play a football match. Something like that where it looks insane. You know, that's uh, looks and sounds and it's all absolutely nuts. That's the only way I could do it. And I mean, that would cost, I think thousands to put on. Pedro Knight of the Musical. It would be a musical, yeah, um, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not from that world at all. I've not had any training in anything, and I'm not, yeah. you know, anything like that. So I don't even know where you'd start with something like that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to like. I, I guess I could do like an Edinburgh show where it's hot Pepsi, but I, uh, you know, I feel like it. I, I love this so much, and it's, it's, you know, it's my baby basically, and it's like it has to be perfect whatever I do mm. with it. So I'd be very careful. I want to talk a little bit about the the fandom you've created because I think there's what I really love is that there's a there's a good community of them for a start. Um, I mean, I've got people who follow me now on Twitter just from interacting with them through that's nice your Twitch chat box, and I'm sure other people have as well. And um, uh, same with uh, you, very kindly as well, raided me one time when I was playing, I mean, what, how'd you follow that? You're in the middle of doing, <laughs> you were doing that drop Pepsi episode. And there was me playing as my hometown of, uh, of Newbury FC. Oh, but they, they don't up. mind. Well, the, what, yeah. I, what, I, what cracked me up about that was that that was, cause I loved playing. Um, well, I like playing pro Evo on, um, on Twitch. And then, but the issue is of course, is that there is somebody who is on there doing it perfectly. So I thought, well, I'm going to do something different because there were some really serious Pez gamers on there. Oh, yeah. And there's some some really good ones and they play for hours and hours on end. So I thought, I'm going to, I thought, what I'm going to do is I had a, a local football team to me, Newbury, um, well, where, where I grew up actually. I played for them. Uh, Theo Walker actually played for them when he was, when he was <laughs> cool. younger and uh, Brendan Rogers as well. 
he he played for them and they're they're, yeah they're quite a good little history and um unfortunately they lost their ground about two years ago they were kicked out Mm. of their ground and they they'd had nowhere to go and they had to drop down several several leagues and um i knew the old manager and they really struggled and they tried to get publicity and i thought i'll tell you what i'll do i'll I'll start a a pro evo like master league team as newbury town fc and I'll buy in Theo Walcott, bring him home, and I'll and I'll I'll create a proper team, and we'll get them back to the promised land, and we'll kind of and mm. we sort of did that. And um, after you'd raided me, one of your followers still follows me now. He said, "You we should we should all tweet Newbury Town FC and tell them what you're doing. We should all oh, tweet them." That's a great idea. And about fifteen or about fifteen of them all tweeted at the same time. When Sam Sam Michael is. He's playing as you. It's brilliant. He's de- oh, you should, you should, you should, you should let him come down to the club. They didn't give a shit. Oh, they, really? <laughs> they did not show any interest at all. So, mm. uh, so I dropped them. I lost six games in a row. Got in a mood. I went. That's it. I'm resigning as manager. That, but this is the the fact. I really want you to know is that <laughs> yeah. they were kicked out of their ground in mm. 2018, but they had not had the ability to bring in a large number of fans. The, the day you raided me, you raided me with roughly 250 people, right. which means that at that moment, there had been more people watching me play as Newburytown mm. FC on Twitch than had watched the real Newburytown FC in about 30 years. Wow. It's nuts, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and they still didn't give a shit. But now they it is amazing, Twitch. Did you see who I raided the other day? Uh, no, who's that? Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Did you actually? Yeah, I think he was doing his first stream, and he went Zaffa cakes. Thank you, Zaffa cakes. Amazing. And I could not believe it. So I am just so everyone. I'm I'm an Arsenal season ticket holder. Yeah, and I couldn't believe. I've never had anything with the club. I've never really met no. any players or anything like that. I I just I was buzzing for ages. Just the slight acknowledgement. Um, I also rated Fabrice Mwamba. Yes, um, so that was that who, was, great. Who was lovely. Yeah, really nice guy. Followed me back on Twitter and stuff, and uh, yeah, he was very sweet. Really nice guy. Um, it's just really weird, Twitch. It's I can't believe that I was even able to do that. Also, I had more people watching me than Abamyang had at the at the time. <laughs> so I like doubled his audience. Or you did him a favour. I actually you did. did. He I did. I can't believe it though. Like. <laughs> Yeah, really weird place, isn't it? I absolutely love it. I'm, I feel so, honestly, so lucky that I found Twitch. I don't know what I'd be doing otherwise. Uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's it has been it has been great, and it's it's been great to watch as well. Um, I'm gonna do. I, I know you've um you've done uh, Richard Herring's uh, podcast. Yeah. Um. Now he does emergency questions. <laughs> yeah. Now what I do is I do emergency facts on my podcast where to okay. make it look like I've done some research, I oh. research the the club that um, my guest supports to nice. try and just, you know, just show that, you know, I've done a research, put some care into it. Yeah. So uh, I've got a couple of emergency facts on Pez United. Um, and funnily mm. enough, my big main fact that I was really excited about sharing with you, you kind of touched on a bit earlier, I think. You kind of referenced it. So... My main fact, uh, I was going to say it until last, I'll go straight in here, and that is that the gaffer's career nearly came to an end at the tail end of April 2020 when he got the club into financial difficulty after attempting to sign uh, uh, Abafemi, Martins and Seidel, resulting in the club being legally in a state of game over. Yeah. There's a fact there. (laughs) Was that the one you were referencing earlier? 
Oh yeah, when we lost the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot they do it in a way that you, it literally says "game over." It's so funny because, like, in newer games, they've done it so that you can uh, you get sacked, and then you end up at another club, basically, in the new FIFA and PES games. But in PES Five, you just are one club. Yeah, and if you go bust, it's game over. Like it's so funny that a sports game says "game over." It actually says those words in big letters. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that was a shame. I had to do. A, luckily, I had to load the game back up and all of that. It after. is. I think I lost like a whole team once doing that because it was difficult to reset. But the, the the master league, I think, is the the mode. I think is great. And I think do you know what? I, unfortunately, Pro Evo now are kind of chasing FIFA in that mm. ultimate team thing. They have that my yeah. pro clubs. And I just would rather they just put all their investment into Master League and made it really realistic, basically like a football manager that you could play as. And I remember some little features they had on on my favourite, Pez 2008, which was that when you started playing as the team, you didn't have any like crowd. You li- you didn't have any crowd. And then as you carried on, as you, as you won games, oh, you yeah. had more crowd come in. The other thing is, is that you got a picture. You you started off as a D club, and you became a C club, and a B club, and an A club. Oh, yeah. But but and as you so they had different pictures. So when you're an A club, you had a picture of like a packed stadium. When you had a B club, you had like a picture of some hooligans kind of cheering. If you were a C club, you just had what looked like three drunken fans sat at a park bench <laughs> drinking. But my favourite one was if you're a D club, you just had a dog. A pic- you can look this up. It was a picture of a dog holding a <laughs> holding a um, flag in its mouth with your club's emblem on it. It was absolutely hilarious. And how why they got rid of that was just that was incredible. the only that was the your only fan. A dog. Like that was a dog with the flag in its mouth, yeah. And I, and, I, and I think, I mean, I don't think we hear it through your stream. But oh, that's funny. The, the music we used to have as well on the old Pro Evos were absolutely yeah. hilarious. And in fact, the the, the sound, the um, the theme tune to my podcast, which is done by done by the brilliant David Hoare, um, he oh, yeah, nice. he um, he he asked me what do you want, and I just went back and said, right, do you know this song from Pez two thousand eight? And it was when you were editing they had this song that just went football soccer football soccer football no. soccer all around the world do you, do you remember that it was it sounds familiar <laughs> um and i just played in that one can i have something like that so the theme tune to this does have that kind of jingle in it as well and um, that's really good but they, the, the music they used to have was so weird but apparently, really weird songs yeah yeah and i think it was the fact that they obviously went to like music artists who didn't know much about football so probably googled like what what are some football things because you used to have songs that were kind of like this so they they googled it and they just saw the first thing football sometimes called soccer yeah and it just goes football (laughs) soccer football soccer football all around the world and then there's another one where uh like it would just be sort of like this kind of techno synth music and every now and then a guy will sort of go oh off, off, offside, and and then a card, yellow card, and there's one where a guy just sings about um, going down the park to play football, but he just goes, "There was Kenneth, there was John, there was Billy, there was Malcolm." And I, and what cracks me up is that we that became like a thing even at the time that FIFA were playing, you know, song two by Blur. They were yeah. playing kind of the latest cool hip pop songs. Yeah. Um, and they were all laughing at the Pez soundtrack. But I've got the latest FIFA 21 game and the music in that now, just which is now kind of, I suppose, mm. what the kids are listening to now, just, just yeah. sounds like old school Pez music. 
it's amazing, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's a shame, yeah, when you mention that. Like, yeah, that Pez did, they just did copy FIFA with the music, um, where now it's just like popular songs, isn't it? Or songs but, that they but think from are like three be... years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll get like, you'll get like a symphony by Clean Bandit, which came out in 2017. Yeah. It's like there's the song that plays. But yeah. It's hard though, isn't it? Because even like when you're saying like they should not do the online stuff and focus on the other, but you know that like FIFA make like billions of yeah. children that are using their mum's cards. <laughs> like, you know, not, not that Pez do that, but I can see that they do, you know, they've it's it's their rival, isn't it? So it's like they've got to put something into the online stuff. But yeah, God, if they could just do something for us geeks that love Master League. It is, it is for the geeks, isn't it? I always think of it mm. like, I mean, back in the day, you know, Pro Evo was selling up here, FIFA were down there. Then it became equal for a few years. And now FIFA are miles ahead. And, you know, Pro Evo doesn't make probably 10% of the sales FIFA does. Yeah. So I like to think that Pro Evo is the online football version of non-league football. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's yeah. the Dulwich Hamlet of, yeah. of football games. Um, I'll hit you with another emergency fact. I've got a couple more. Um, uh, first signing. I believe was uh, Park Ju Young. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, Is that yeah, right? Yeah. Park Ju Young. Yeah, I think so. Or was I can't at least quite remember. In the but official it makes series. Because wasn't there some before the ones that were the official first episode? Didn't you do some like test runs? First? We did a couple. I think I did two streams that we never. Unfortunately, I didn't know how to save streams on Twitch, and also I didn't think this would be a thing that I'd still be talking <laughs> about now. Um, so we lost two episodes, but I don't think we'd signed anyone. I don't think. So I think Park is the first signing, and you know, you know why we went for Park too young. Go for it because because uh, it's Konami is obviously Japanese. A lot of the Asian players in the old PES games are way too good. Like, they're oh, way right. better than they should be. Yeah. <laughs> I never noticed that. Yeah, because Park played for Arsenal, didn't he? Mm. Uh, and he did. He was useless. It was like a weird signing. It didn't make any sense. He barely even played. He, like, played in the League Cup a bit. And that, like, weird. But um, for PES United, he's a legend. Um, yeah, I think that's right. I think you're right that he's our first signing. That That's a, a very... That's something I forgot about the old Pezes is that you used to have these random players at clubs who were insane. Yeah. Um, so, oh, who was it? We had a, a player who, who in real life played for Reading called Emers Faye. He signed 2.5 million at the time. It was our, we were in the Premier League at the time. 2.5 million was, I think, our highest ever bid wow. on a player. Mm-hmm. And um, he played one game, got a red card, complained about the weather in England and left basically but in the game you could score from the halfway line with him his shot accuracy was something ridiculous and uh, uh, like we said earlier your first signing as well Oberfemi Martins I swear wasn't his speed 99 99 fastest in in the world yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. that's why he was so good because he's strong he can finish and he's just too quick so you'd kill anyone you know um yeah um, what was I going to say? Sorry, I lost my sort of train of thought there. Um, oh, yeah, about players' stats. Um, even, I mean, but there's even things in modern football games where, like, okay, like, how do you solve this problem? Um, Timo Werner, uh, so we also manage Mexico in the in, on my stream. Yeah, we have mm. the international job as well. We played Germany and Werner scored a hat-trick, right? Mm. He's ne- He's not going to score a hat-trick no. for Germany. Like, <laughs> did you see him in the Champions League final? Yeah. Even there. Like, so how do you sort that out? Because technically his stats are very good, 
but he would not have done what he did to us, which was partly really frustrating, like because of that. Um, I'm trying to think of other like okay, that reminded me actually, Pez, um, maybe eleven, yeah, ten or eleven. I was AC Milan manager. I signed Kyle Lafferty, <laughs> and I swear he became like the best player in the world. <laughs> so, but I like that kind of stuff, and I wish yeah. the, the new Pez is kind of lacking that. There is one big problem it does have, right, in terms of the Master League thing, is the regens it does. Because yeah. I want to sign a young player who's going to be world class, called something ridiculous, a mm. made up name, which is something FIFA does well. And I'm sure Pez did it at one point as well, maybe did fake regens, maybe. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, it's like um, literally Cristiano Ronaldo, like regen, yeah. 17 years old. I, I had that on mine. I, I had Gary Cahill regen yeah. at 16. But the thing is, he still had the head of his 38 year old self. That's a problem. And it's just a bit scary. Um, yep. But I, I would rather that they did like they, they put in League One and League Two into the yeah. game, but just gave them fake players. So just had loads of fake players in there that you could go and mm. maybe through the season they developed. It'd be, it'd be really good. But, yeah, that'd be great. Because now I have a problem because we want to sign some young players. Mm. But yeah, I don't want to sign a young, um, I don't know, whoever. Um, I don't know, Rooney or whoever's just retired. He's still um, got his awful hairline. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. I mean, we, we do have one re we've got, I think we've only got one region. It's Hulk, you know, that winger. Yes. And yeah, he doesn't look 17. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. I think I had in my, uh, in my, um, master league as well. I think he's yeah. a good player, good winger. It's yeah, but it's a problem. Like oh, literally, cause now our, um, you've got your youth team, which I love having a youth team. But now they are all just, yeah, I think we've got Vertonghen. We've got Frank Ribéry in our, you know, and it's like, it's hard to explain because then the people watching the stream are seeing these these regions and they're like, well, obviously sign the young Ribéry. And I'm like, it's kind of going to ruin the whole thing. If I filled my team up with all of these regions, yeah, it's going to spoil it. Like, <laughs> I love, you know, because like Dodo being the defensive midfielder, like his stats aren't even that good, but he's still decent. He's still He's still one of our best players. And I love that. But yeah, you know, I don't know what to do. Maybe, I mean, I wonder if I could, I don't know if I can make my own players and put them in Master League. I don't know if you can. Well, I was going to ask, did you have to create, recreate the players' stats and everything from Pez 5 and put them into 21? So there's a guy called Pez Universe. Right. He's quite a big Twitter account and he has a website and you can download, yeah. I think, a lot of the, um, he's a really nice guy. I think you can get... Um, some of the new kits and stuff mm. off of that website um, that people have made. So it's like, yeah, um, he's just like a huge Pez fan. Um, and he sorted me out. So Konami actually put me in touch with him and I sent him all my players' stats and their faces and he made them in the new game. Amazing. Um, he did an amazing job. I mean, some of them were very hard to do, but like, so, I mean, like the way he's made like Dodo and Castolo, they look excellent. Like they're pretty much perfect. Um, there's a problem like Iniesta's hairstyle isn't in it anymore. <laughs> Jarasic's hairstyle's not there. The mad hairstyles they had in Pest Five. Uh, you can't have the players wearing glasses on the pitch anymore. Oh, now so, Davis is gone. Yeah, can't exactly. So it's not quite the same, but it's I'd say it's pretty much perfect. The job they did, you know. Um, and also, and then Pez Universe put me in touch with someone else who made my manager character in the game. Oh, because I was going to ask how you do that because yeah, um, I. I mean, I do it through PS4 and uh, you've only got the options of picking, you can pick yeah. dead 
dead people. You can yeah. go and put Maradona as your manager. Yeah. That's fine. But you can't create, yeah. you used to be able to create yourself in the older ones. I don't know why they've done that. I don't no. know what they were thinking. Like, but, but yeah, I don't know. They could have even done a thing where you could like pay to unlock more managers and stuff, but I don't yeah. think that exists. But so I don't know what they were thinking, but um, yeah, he sorted me out with that. And the thing is, if any, if you've seen my manager character, he looks ridiculous, but he does look like me, which the thing is, right, when I first got that through, so I was so excited about this, like, because, you know, I hadn't even really told anyone I was going to move over to the new game. It was mm. just something that was going to happen one stream suddenly. Um, they were, all the players were going to look really different in the game and everything. And I knew I was getting my manager made in the game. Mm. When I finally got it, he's like a seven foot guy who's <laughs> massive. And like has a giant nose, like his face is crazy, but he still looks like me. And at first I was annoyed. I was like, well, this hasn't worked. I was like, you know, this is a mess. But then I realized, no, it's perfect because it matches the stupid world. Yeah, it matches the other um, players. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. So do you, do you have a, you mentioned a minute ago that Konami put you in touch with someone. Have you got a relationship mm-hmm. now then with with Konami, with, with uh, Pro Evo? I do, yeah. Really, luckily, Konami Europe. I've been talking to for a little while. They they sponsored a few of my streams as well. That's excellent. Last year, which was really, yeah. Like I don't, I find sponsorships a bit weird sometimes, but I was very happy to do that one. You know, yeah. Because I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, the the people who made the game. That's fantastic yeah. that they got behind you. That's pretty cool. It really is, man. It's 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 really nice. Like I, I'm I'm very lucky, and I do think sometimes, like if it had been FIFA I picked. Mm. Um, I don't think I would have had that relationship with EA Sports, would I? With the community, I I, I think there is a lot of nostalgia for it mm. as well. There's, there's a certain, I mean, that I imagine a lot of the the people who follow you are are people probably our age who grew up with the game. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm sure there's a lot of people who've, who've discovered it through now. Everyone loves. There's the a lot of people game. who don't even like football that watch it now. Oh, of course, so yeah, I, yeah. I bet. I mean, it's just, just yeah. it's, it's a comedy first and foremost. But mm. I do like that there's a real nice nostalgia for the old, for the actual game and old Pro Evos in there. And I don't think you'd get that with FIFA. No, I don't think so. And also, I mean, Pez is, is its own amazing thing. I think. Mm. Um, and like I said, the way that Pe- that FIFA is so focused on the whole um, ultimate team thing now. And the and the cards of the players, that's all you ever see. Yeah. You know? Um no, yeah. So yeah, I've had I've been talking to them for a while. Um and like I should I mean, people might think that I moved over to the new pairs because of them, but it was they were happy for me to keep playing the old one. Mm. Uh, and they were like happy to kind of support it where they could. But it was more that um, in the old PES, you didn't have stuff like you couldn't do in, manage an international team. You know, in yeah. PES 5, you can't even I don't think you can even take players on loan. No, no, I don't think you can. Ah, and you can't, there's no youth team system either. Mm. So it was like, it was so limited because I felt like all that's going to happen with my PES 5 squad is eventually if we win the Champions League, I guess that's the ultimate thing. Yeah. Um, what do, Where do I go from after that kind yeah. of thing? Whereas now it's like there's so much more going on and we have won the league, but like I can manage Mexico at the same time. That's its own challenge um we kind of struggle in the champions league we've been drawn against psg which is it's, it's hard like we got absolutely something brilliant was we got battered by bayern munich so badly we were two nil up in the first leg last season yeah first knockout round uh two nil up in the first leg i thought we're gonna win the champions league and then second leg i think they beat us six nil and it was it's like what they do in real life like what they keep doing to english teams where like they're just relentless just keep attacking, keep scoring. And it was, it was a nightmare. I felt horrible that stream, genuinely. 
Did you ever get too into it? Like, if you play like too many games back to back and you're just losing, do you kind of come out of character for a minute and go, No, actually, I'm playing a game here and I want to win? Yeah, I got really frustrated one stream where we just kept losing. Like, we kept getting <laughs> unlucky as well. Like, yeah. so what happened was we, like, I think we we're playing Southampton, who've got Ward Prowse, who's excellent at free kicks. A problem with Pez is that players are too good at free kicks mm. in the new Pez. And I know there's a thing you can do apparently where you can control the keeper or whatever, and I should look into that, but I haven't. And I think maybe Ward Prowse got two, they did nothing all game. They got two free kicks and just both in the top corner from yeah. quite far out. I was furious. And the <laughs> next game we were just getting, we were getting destroyed by Chelsea, but it was like literally first half we were like 4-0 down. Mm. And I was frustrated. And the chat were all like Zaffer out kind of thing. And they're joking, but it was winding me up. <laughs> So I didn't like stop the stream and be like, I hate all of you. Like I'm going to end, but it was, it got to me that stream. Like I didn't like it. Um, so I do tell them, I do tell them to be positive. Like when we're losing or whatever, I'm like, look, you're assistant managers, like, come on kind of thing. Um, Cause yeah, you, do, you get very much into it. You do want to win, you know? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I've, I've but it is funny when you lose, like, yeah, that is, I do sometimes feel like I've got the perfect thing because it's like, I can't lose. Because like yeah. if we do lose to a, to a bad team like the other week, I did a I did a press conference where I said we're going to go the season unbeaten, and we lost to such a terrible team. <laughs> they scraped a one nil win, and like we kept hitting the post and stuff, and it's like that's perfect. Like that is such a good stream. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't know about you as well, but I find the new game really frustrating in two areas. One, they always score free kicks. Yeah, and two, the the refereeing. Yes, man. It's can't shocking. Do anything. Yeah, like really good tackles, literally where you've not slid in or anything. You just win the ball and they blow the whistle. Yeah. Yeah, that is a problem. But like, I'm very optimistic because I do think overall, genuinely, I think it's a good game, the new mm. Pez. I do yeah, really absolutely. like it. And I think I'm very excited to see what they do with the next one. You know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I was going to ask as well, what's the future now for for uh, Hot Pepsi? Like, is are we sort of waiting for the next game to come out and will that be a new chapter i think so i think especially with it being the new because it's something i'm genuinely excited about yeah. like i think if they weren't doing this if they were doing another season update pez yeah. 23 22 season update sorry i wouldn't i wouldn't change it because mm. there's literally no point yeah. i just keep doing the same thing but because it's going to be all new and like people are going to be as a streamer people are going to be excited to see the new game anyway so it's like i have to do it and mm. from a personal um you know personally i'm just excited so yeah that is something i plan to do i don't know how that's going to look i don't know you know i'm hoping konami will help me out again mm. with the whole squad thing but if not i can i can make the squad myself you know <laughs> Like if I have to, and I would That's enjoy old school. it. I, lo- I would yeah. love to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I would. I would even like to stream that, but I don't want to show behind the curtain too much, kind of thing. Yeah, I know. What I you like mean. surprises. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, you do other stuff on, on Twitch as well. I know mm-hmm. you you a continuation of your um, acting school that you did on yep. YouTube before. Um, but before I think you even got onto Twitch, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and sometimes just just kind of you know uh, writing scripts, kind of jokey scripts, and sometimes just just straight up streams. And I think one of my favourite ones was about two weeks ago, which I hope returns. 
because it was one of my favorite streams you've ever done and that was just you going through eastenders episodes i just thought that was absolutely hilarious yeah i'm gonna add that like so a thing that people if people listening don't know like something that's quite popular on twitch is watch alongs which is literally someone watching an old show or old adverts or something and it's and like pausing it and kind of commenting on it and it's really fun to watch it might not sound like much but it's really good and i've not Mm. done it much and i do want to do it with like i actually want to find quite obscure hooligan films yeah um, or maybe EastEnders type things, like my favorite EastEnders things, or stuff like that. I like quite, I like British things that are rubbish. Like, yeah, there's okay. Like, one thing I have to do a watch along of. I was an extra in a film. I, I used to do extra work when I was like 18 because I like I, I studied media at uni. I was quite interested in that kind of thing generally, and I was just in the like I was in Hollyoaks for like a couple of episodes, I think. Yeah. Um, and there's a film that I did that was shot in London called Saint George's Day. Oh, I know St. George's Day, yeah. You I've seen it. that. Yeah, because it's got... Um, Nobody knows it. I, I can't remember the actors, but it's got... Frank Harper is the main guy. Uh, yeah, and he was obviously in um, in uh, Football Factory. And the other guy yeah. was... Oh, I've forgotten his name, but I, I remember him. He, he does everything now. If there's a gangster film now, he's in it. Yeah. And he played Dan in EastEnders as well. Right. And he was, I can't remember. In Cliffhanger. Off the top of my in Cliffhanger, yeah. he was as well. There's a few of these guys. Basically, St. George's Day is a film which is about so they're gangsters but they're also Millwall fans yeah and they're all going there's going to be some drug deal happening with some Russians obviously and (laughs) and they're but it's on it's on Saint I think it all has to happen on Saint George's Day when England are also playing Germany (laughs) so they have to fight some Germans (laughs) so stupid (laughs) it's like Frank Harper's fantasy it's like his complete fantasy there's even a bit the thing I love about that film is the way that it's like He's, yeah, it's literally he's just written what he wants his life to be. It's not it's not even a good film. I think it's pretty boring. There's a bit when he gets a call in the morning and uh, he's like annoyed because he has to get out of bed because he's in bed with like two supermodels. Hmm. And it's like that when that has not happened to you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Who do you so, play in the film then? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm bit, you don't really see me. I think you just see like the side of my head. I'm just in in a bar in the background. Oh, okay. And um, in the scene, it was like, yeah, this scene in like a restaurant kind of bar. And um, they've got actual Millwall players were there in the scene at a table. Brilliant. And also, um, what's his name? Who's that boxer? The uh, really tall box, uh, the Gypsy King. What's his oh, name? Oh, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury was there. And I really? met him. And he was really nice. He was really <laughs> friendly. This is like before, because he wasn't this famous then. He no, was like no, no. a kind of up and coming boxer at the time. He was there. Yeah, really polite. <laughs> really nice guy. The thing I love yeah, about sorry, that? I, I rambled there. But the point is, yeah, I want to watch more stuff like that on stream as well. Yeah, go for it. I think there's some good There's some good old ones. And there's some, I've, I, I like the watch longs as well. Someone, I've forgotten their name. She watches through, have, she hasn't been on for, for, for months now, but she did, she did watch throughs of like old, 80s episodes of quiz shows that's great absolutely amazing like, who was it who's the streamer i can't remember for the life of me oh, right. but it was like she she and she used to do them really late at night um she goes to like her insomnia club and i can't remember her name but she would do these streams they were absolutely brilliant um mm. gonna go st george's day my favorite thing about that film is that the credits roll too early if anyone wants to go back and watch it, they're do- he's doing his like little speech as they're walking away and the credits just come up way too early and sort of cut him off Oh, it's I love really it, funny. man. I love that. <laughs> it's so good. It's like, it's just a mess. It's like they got fed up by the end. 
yeah, I do remember as well because I was in two scenes. I think well, in the first scene, I wasn't. You can't see me. But um, that day, I think it was the first day of filming, and he was really friendly. Frank Harper, the guy, mm. the main guy, director and writer, he was like so nice. And then I remember the second day we filmed, it went on. It it got quite late, mm. and he just he looked really grumpy. <laughs> he just looked fed up. And I think it's so funny imagining that they got to the end of the film and it was like it's done. I was just yeah, fed up. <laughs> Scroll it up. Do the credits. Yeah, don't even check it. <laughs> don't even check the oh, credits brilliant yeah they're, they're very very good they're, they're like the same group of guys who will do it and they're kind of all xd extenders and x the bill and they yeah. always play the same character it's always a group it's always based on essex boys yeah. the, the the story and it's morely just guys in a land rover man i love we it gotta, i just we gotta I love find the, the russians thing. yeah because <laughs> I, I think because i'm a big football fan i'm from london and like that whole side of it the whole fans pretending to be hooligans. Like when you yeah. see away fans wearing all the Stone Island stuff, acting like they're going to have a fight. I find it so funny, you know? It, not, it, I know that there's like, not when, I know there's real ones like yeah. Millwall fans still. And I don't mean that as much, but I mean the whole look of it and acting tough and stuff. That whole, I guess you'd call it toxic masculinity in football. I just find funny. <laughs> <laughs> Funny old game. Comedians talking about football. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with uh, one more emergency fact. Sure. Uh, although I'll do it as a question. See if see if you know it. Um, okay. What is the first question you ask the assistant coaches? Uh, as in, on the first like. Like early on in an early stream. Well, from the from the very, I've gone back to the first stream, and you ask the you ask the crowd, you ask your followers and watchers one question straight away. I'm not sure. It's not if they're good family people, is it? It's you know I can't remember. You have to tell me. Um, is my internet working? Oh. <laughs> Wait. So are you saying in my first ever like um oh you know what that is um it's because um. When I first started the stream, firstly, like I'd never done streaming before. Yeah. And also I was um I was living with my mum at the time. And oh, were you? I was in yeah, I was in the loft room. Oh brilliant. And the internet was shocking up there, <laughs> really bad. So it would I would have a lot of problems early on. Luckily now I'm like in a I've got a wired connection and stuff, and it's like, you know, it should I think it generally works fine. That's funny though. Is my internet working? <laughs> I love that. Um, of course, you was you were kind of helped setting up with Limmy, weren't you? you? Became friends with Limmy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, did he have good advice? Did he really help you out, sort of getting set up? And he's—I know—he's been an advocate for it. You know, the other day he was still wearing his Zapper out T-shirt. Yeah, I, I'm really lucky, man. Like, I met him at the Edinburgh. I kind of knew him a bit through Twitter. Like, he just like he acknowledged me on Twitter before, kind of thing, and then. Met him at the Edinburgh Fringe in 2016, the first time I went up, because he was doing his, I think he was promoting a book up there and doing like a, a little Q&A thing. Just had pasta with him, which was nice. And we stayed in touch. And then, yeah, I messaged him about, because like I started, you know, you might have done the, the same thing where like, didn't know what to do online when gigging stopped and stuff. And mm. it's like people were doing Instagram live, Facebook live, and it was all a bit, it was all a bit rubbish, wasn't it? Like I, I thought, I, I just thought this isn't, this isn't very good. People doing like a Facebook live gig just to their Facebook friends. I hate yeah. Facebook anyway. It's such a weird place. Um, and then asking for donations on PayPal at the end, I thought there's got to be something better. So I, I, I texted Limmy. I said like, 
you know, I'm thinking of doing Twitch. And the advice he gave me, which I guess the best advice ever, he said, absolutely do it. He said, but make sure you dive in head first. Well, heed mm. first, H-E-I-D, heed first. He said, don't dip your toe in. He said he's seen comedians go on there and like be like, okay, what's going on kind of thing, play a game yeah. and then, like leave it. Um, he said, absolutely go for it. And I thought I might as well. Cause I had, you know, there was nothing happening at the time. Like, cause also my agent was like, now's a good time to write a script. And I was like, I don't feel inspired though. I don't know mm. when I can gig again. <laughs> I was kind of having panic attacks anyway. Cause of, you know, the whole situation was so scary. And I thought, what can I actually do as a creative outlet? That isn't Instagram live where I'm just talking to a mate or whatever. Yeah. So yeah man i just yeah i did just go for it and i'm i'm very lucky that he supported me he's like tweeted about me he's talked about me on his stream he yeah he wears my merch all the time which is nice um and he's been a huge part of it you know i i i think if i if i didn't have his help i think i still would have had a bit of a following and stuff because i think mm. it's kind of popular on its own but he's helped massively he's really helped bring people in so i've got so many scottish fans now that i just didn't have before um yeah very lucky very grateful well it, it's um it's been really good to chat to you mate and um Me too. it's been what? really nice it's been good for my ego <laughs> well i yeah. I do want to say actually and I, i'm I'm happy i'll cut this out if it embarrasses you but for me personally um i, I mean it's been so good to watch uh you know i i was watching from from uh i think very early may last right. year and it's uh, and it's been great to watch you know i've i've um there was no football there was people might forget yeah. that now but there was absolutely no football on mm. at, at the beginning of, of lockdown and it ended abruptly in it that's the thing it's like it didn't end if it ended at the end of a season yeah i think it wouldn't have been as bad but the fact that it ended midway was so weird yeah it? and so to have something to kind of replace it which is also comedy is also a massive nostalgia trip for me a, a, a pez fan I just want to say thank you because it was honestly, it's been a joy to watch and it's been absolutely brilliant. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. That's really and, nice. And um, it's been an honour to have you uh, have you on my podcast as well. It's been lovely. Thanks for having me. Now, what we also do is we, um, I always thank my guest by, uh, I get them a, a, a classic shirt from the team that they uh, support. Now, the difficult thing we've got here is obviously is that Pez United are not an IRL team. Um, and obviously, I'm, I'm going to assume you own your own merch. Uh, mm. So what I did is I had a little look online and I've managed to find uh, an official, I don't know if you can see it, an official Pez kit. Oh, yeah. I've got something similar, but I don't have that one. Um, well, that's, that's better than the one I have. That, that's good because I've managed to find it. I managed to get mm. it shipped over. Really? Um, if you send me a message, I'll get that yeah. sent over to you as a thank you for coming on. Wow, thanks so much. No worries at all. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, uh, well, best of, best of luck getting back into, uh, as, as comedy clubs are, are opening up again. Uh, best of luck with the new show. And I'm, as ever, look forward every week to see what happens next with the boys at Pez United. Cheers. huge thank you to Bilal and a huge thank you to the listeners as well for listening to this episode and if you've listened to any of the previous episodes and been with us throughout the series I really really appreciate it if you want to be even more of a good family man you could do me a massive favor by leaving a review hitting subscribe or just telling your friends about the podcast it was great to have Bilal Zaffa as the guest for the final episode 
of the series. Um, he's someone I've been wanting to get on for, for a little while. And it was great to talk about Pez United and ask him questions. I've, um, I've wanted to ask him since I started watching it because I'm such a huge fan of, of his Twitch stream and the Pez United stuff in particular. Um, it's very rare. You Maybe when you like see something on telly or you, you see a film or, or, or some music or something and you think, oh man, this I feel like this was made for me. I, I definitely feel like that was made for me. I absolutely love it. And I just think taking a classic game like Pez 5 and making what is essentially a live online sitcom <laughs> and running it three times a week two hours at a time i just think it's brilliant so guys uh do follow him on twitch which is zaffa cakes you can find him on twitter as well he's brilliant on twitter uh and you can find some of his the best of his previous clips if you're new to all this and you want to check out the stream uh go to his youtube you should just search below zaffa he'll come up there and you'll be able to uh, see kind of the best of his streams and if you are a huge fan don't forget to check out his merchandise which is available as well where you can get replica shirts and uh, mugs and all sorts he's done so well out of it and it's so so much deserved he's, he's, he's been uh, fantastic and um yeah he was a great last guest to have on so that is the end of series two as i said thank you to all the guests and all the listeners for this series um we'll return at some point during the 2021 2022 football season until then you can follow us on social media we're on twitter and instagram follow us with the same handle which is at comtalk footy pod um so yeah give us a follow on there and find us on youtube as well we've got loads of extra stuff that pops up on there um, and that'll be happening before the new series, little clips and stuff. Uh, we've got some of the best of our previous episodes on there. So again, just search Comedians Talking About Football into YouTube and you should find us there. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sam J. Michael. So until next time, thank you so much for tuning in this series. I really, really appreciate it. The amount of listens we've had for Series 2 uh, have been incredible. I was amazed by the listening count for Series 1, but to see it over-doubled for Series 2 has uh, has, has been great. And um, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? Because really, I think I said in one of the previous episodes, this podcast should, be, should really have been called Comedians Talking About Football in Lockdown because we've only recorded two episodes in person and they were the first two before lockdown came in and since then it's all been on zoom but it's it's been good if anything i think it's maybe improved the the conversations that we've had because there's been a kind of nostalgic uh a nostalgic talk about football was some of the episodes we recorded football wasn't even on at the time but there we go so until next time uh, as i said follow us on twitter follow us on uh and then he said LinkedIn then. Don't find us on LinkedIn. Don't find me on LinkedIn, whatever you do. So follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram and check us out on YouTube as well. And I'll see you for Series 3 of Comedians Talking About Football. Play us out, David Hoare. Comedians talking about football. Comedians talking about football. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.